Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Vice President Harris compares abortion to slavery. Democrats move to expand the Supreme Court. Most journalists say both sides of a story do not deserve equal coverage. Confidence in the media falling to a record low. Also ahead, why some far-left people want to destroy the Constitution. But first, Kamala Harris directly comparing the end of Roe v. Wade with slavery. The vice president speaking at an event hosted by the NAACP when she commented on the Supreme Court decision, quote, We know that our country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies. And today, extremist so-called leaders are criminalizing doctors and punishing women, unquote. Democrats calling for the expansion of the Supreme Court. Senator Markey of Massachusetts joining Congresswoman Tlaib and other liberal politicians. Progressives want at least four more judges on the bench, bringing the total from 9 to 13. The Constitution does not set a specific number for the court. Justices have changed six times before settling in at the present configuration of nine, and that happened after the Civil War. But now the left wants politics, not jurism, to dictate who sits on the Supreme Court. Paul from Pew Research says a massive rift exists between the media and the public, which it does. A whopping 76% of Americans believe the press should strive to give both sides of a story, but only 44% of journalists agree with that. 55% of reporters say alternative views do not deserve equal coverage. Analysts blame the gap on where the journalists live. Nine in 10 national correspondents reside in either liberal New York City or Washington, D.C. No surprise, the country's confidence in corporate media falling to historic lows. Survey from Gallup finds just 16% of us have a great deal of trust in newspapers, 11% in TV news. That's down from 51% back in 1980. The percentage of Americans with absolutely no confidence in the press rising to 53%. Most adults get their news from the internet now. That's not a good thing as there are no standards there. Then again, there may not be any standards in corporate media. Next, attacking the Constitution. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. 
So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, which, by the way, is simply my opinion. One of the few positive things coming out of the incredible failure of the Biden administration is the decline of the progressive movement in America. As is documented, Joe Biden campaigned as a moderate, but immediately embraced far-left policies after his inauguration. That led to debilitating inflation, massive federal spending, worldwide embarrassment in Afghanistan, a woke culture that has damaged millions of Americans, and a stated presidential mandate to impose equity. The equity thing, where certain preferred groups get special treatment by both federal and state governments, has caused a horrifying spike in violent crime, as some minority criminals go unpunished. In addition, Biden's ultra-dangerous open border policy has led to immigrants dying as well as hundreds of thousands of drug users. Because Mr. Biden's failures are so vivid, the progressive view that directs him is getting hammered in the court of public opinion. Some examples, the crazy left district attorney in San Francisco was recently fired by voters and his counterpart in Los Angeles County currently awaits the same recall fate. Progressives have lost hearts and minds, but not the committed left-wing media. The Los Angeles Times, which supported D.A. Chesa Bowden in San Francisco and George Gascon in L.A., remains unrepentant of its far-left fanaticism. In fact, that newspaper is a good roadmap to where progressives really want to go. In a recent column, Times scribe Nicholas Goldberg actually dismantles the Constitution. Please listen carefully. Quote from Goldberg. Let's be honest, the problem isn't just with the Supreme Court justices. The problem, at least a substantial portion of it, lies with the U.S. Constitution itself. Yes, the hallowed Constitution, the document hammered out by 55 bewigged men in Philadelphia. Goldberg goes on to say that radical leftist Dave Law who teaches at the University of Virginia, is absolutely correct when he says, quote, how could the Constitution possibly fit the needs of a highly diverse country of 300 plus million people in the 21st century, unquote. So there it is, the real progressive agenda. Get rid of that arcane system of government the white landowners imposed Back in 1787, knock that constitutional sucker out. Goldberg also enumerates some new provisions the LA Times wants in the Constitution. No electoral votes, popular votes only. So California, which has the most citizens, would dictate many political outcomes for the entire country. In addition, the progressives don't want all states to have two senators. California should have many more than Wyoming and other small states. The right to bear arms got to go. The Second Amendment would be replaced by a new mandate, environmental rights. Of course, nobody knows what that is. And then there should be, in the Constitution, gay, transgender, and women's rights, on and on and on and on. So that is the true progressive vision. And I thank Goldberg for stating it. 
I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 330 years ago today, Five New England settlers are found guilty of witchcraft and hanged in the town square. The final words from one of the condemned, please don't believe the children. Here is the story of the Salem witch trials, a bizarre frenzy that horrified colonial America. In February 1692, several young girls began having seizures in Salem. Local doctor described their condition as, quote, beyond the power of any natural disease. Other kids began complaining they were bitten by unseen creatures during the night. Within days, townsfolk accused three women of practicing witchcraft against the children. Over the next few weeks, dozens were facing trial for colluding with Satan, the youngest alleged witch, four years old. She ultimately implicated her own mother upon questioning. The local minister soon published a book, still available today, entitled A True Narrative of Some Remarkable Passages Relating to Witchcraft at Our Village. The methods used to detect the devil in Salem were truly horrible. The alleged witch could be blindfolded, and then the person touched members of the community. If those people screamed, the verdict was guilty. Other suspects were dunked in ice-cold water, then burned using a metal crucifix. In the end, most confessed to stop the torture. By September, 200 people were tried for witchcraft, 30 found guilty, 19 executed. The governor of Massachusetts finally stopped the madness when his own wife was accused of devil worship. And here's something else you might not know. Researchers today believe the cause of the girl's original condition had nothing to do with demons or disease, of course. They were most likely having nightmares. Life in colonial New England was brutal. Salem villagers were under constant threat of Indian attack, starvation, frigid temperatures. Couple those conditions with a fanatical religious fervor and malnutrition, and the kids were definitely not all right. Back after this. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you. <laughs> 